Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, season two, episode two. Um, so today I'm going to be kind of doing more of like a teaching type thing. Um, so obviously last on the last podcast, I talked about the power of intaking God's word. And so, you know, it's that it's, it's really Christianity is so simple because really our only job, the Bible says that we labor to enter the rest of faith, which really faith just comes by hearing God's word. So Christianity is all about consistently positioning yourself to hear the word of God and hear it and hear it and hear it being a continual hearer of the word of God that's what it means to abide to abide in the vine to abide in Christ is to abide in the word to just fill fill your heart with God's word and so you know it really is simple because when you're fill yourself with God's word God's word the bible says that it's like seed and so that seed will produce fruit in your life so it's not something that we have to struggle and try to produce fruit in our life or produce miracles or produce holy living. Really, God's word is the seed that produces all of that. And you know, as we stay hooked up to God's word, that is the flow of life that that flows through the vine. And you know, the Bible says that we are the branches. So we're really just carriers and conduits of the life of, of Christ and his word flowing through us. And it's the power of that life that's creating fruit in our lives. It's not the works of the flesh. It's not your ability to perform. It's not your religious X, Y, Z. You know, it's really all going to be the fruit in your life is all going to be proportional to how much of God's word that you're intaking. And so, you know, that reminded me of the story in Luke chapter 10 with Mary and Martha which is such a great story. You know, obviously it talks about how Martha was busy, you know, serving and doing all of these things. And it says in verse 39 that Mary sat at Jesus's feet and heard his word. So, you know, Martha was kind of trying to do all this stuff, trying to, trying to make all these things happen. And Mary was sitting, hearing the word sitting. She was sitting down. You know, the Bible says that we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. Understand that when you're a Christian, when you're born again, we're relying on what Christ has done, the finished work of the cross. We can be seated with him in heavenly places. Our victory has already been won. So that means that we can take a seat. Mary sat down at his feet and it says that what did she do? She positioned herself to hear his word. And, you know, Jesus said, in um, verse 41 and 42, he tells Martha, Martha, you're worried about all these things, but Mary has chosen the good portion. So what does Jesus call the good portion is sitting down and hearing the word, hearing the word, hearing the word. And really that is the most crucial thing in your Christian life hearing the word, hearing the word. And I don't really mean with your natural ear. I mean, hearing God's word with the ear of your spirit, with the ears of your, of your heart. And so obviously that's, that comes, that makes me think of Mark chapter four. So Mark chapter four is like one of the most important revelations that you're ever going to have as a Christian. I feel like there's like key chapters in the new Testament that, you know, have changed my life personally. And I know that are key chapters in understanding the rest of the New Testament. And I feel like Mark chapter four is one of those because, you know, Jesus actually said, this is, this is the parable of the seed that was sown in different ground or in different hearts. And, you know, Jesus told his disciples, because they didn't understand when he told this parable, he didn't under, they didn't understand the meaning. And Jesus said to them in verse 
13, he said, do you not discern and understand this parable? How then is it possible for you to understand all the parables? So Jesus was basically saying, if you can't understand this, if you can't understand the principles in this parable, you're not going to be able to understand anything else that I'm saying. So that's huge. So Jesus was basically saying that this right here is foundational to your understanding of of my word, to, to revelation. And so, you know, he goes through in this parable and he talks about um, four different grounds that the seed is sown on. And so he said, the sower sows the word. So he, he, when he explains this to them, he tells them clearly, the, the seed that the sower sows is the word. And so then it talks about how um, the first one, I'll just kind of go through them quickly. So the first one, it says that um, they sow the word along along the pathway, and it says that birds came and snatched away the seed. And so when Jesus was explaining it, he said that that basically means that Satan comes at once. Satan comes at once to take away the message that was sown in them. So Satan, the devil, always comes to steal the word immediately. As soon as God's word is sown in your heart, the devil comes to steal the word from you. Why? Because he knows that as soon as God's word takes root in your heart and grows roots deep down on the inside of you, he's not going to be able to get you off of it. He's not going to be able to take it away from you. So before it even gets roots, before you even receive it gladly, he, he comes to steal the word. And if you don't understand that, then you know, you're not, you're not going to have a resistance in you to hold on to that word. So it's very important when, when you receive a revelation from God, you need to guard that revelation. You can't, you know, when, no matter what happens after that, you don't, let me just say, don't give up on the word. Because God's word is the only thing that's going to give you the victory in your Christian life. So as soon as you allow the devil to steal the word from you, then then you're defeated. Because ultimately, every attack in your life is an attack of the devil to steal God's word from you. You have to understand that. Even when you get sick in your body, I kind of talked about this on my podcast about walking in divine health. You know, this is huge for learning to walk in health, but it's really for every doctrine of the Bible. But understand that when the devil attacks your body, he's trying to steal the word from you. He's trying to steal your identity, the the word of God that says that by the stripes of Jesus, you were healed. He's trying to steal your identity, that you are redeemed, that you're a child of God, that healing is the children's bread. And so really understand that every, every attack that you face in your life, everything that, that the devil's going to throw at you is ultimately to steal the word from you. And so when you're aware of that, the Bible says, don't be ignorant of the schemes of the enemy. So when you're aware of that, then you know, when things come at you, what do you do? I'm going to double down on God's word. I'm going to go way harder on the doctrine of, of healing. I'm going to study 10 times more on, on, you know, this, whatever you were having revelation on. And so, you know, just a personal example, just to be transparent here, um, you know, recently or somewhat recently, I had so much revelation that the Lord was giving me about the word of wisdom, which is like the one of the revelatory gifts about knowing the future. And so really that can operate in for your own personal life. Every believer, you know, you can begin to operate with that and the Lord will show you things that are going to happen in the future. And so sometimes the word of wisdom is conditional and it, it's, it depends on circumstances. Sometimes it automatically happens, but 
The point is, I was having so much revelation about hearing from God about my future. And so then, you know, in my life, something happened where something that I had heard from the Lord about, about the future, like took a turn for the worse. Like it ended up like not being what I thought that the Lord had spoken to me. And so I remember just being so confused and like caught off guard. And I was honestly like really discouraged because if the devil can discourage you, he can steal your joy. And if he steals your joy, he's stolen your strength. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. So that you have to be on guard against discouragement. Be on guard against discouragement and make sure you always keep your joy. No matter, even if you're confused and trying to figure something out, the Lord will help you. And so I just remember I was like so confused for a couple days, maybe like two or three days. And then I was in my kitchen and I mean, the rhema word of God came to me. All of a sudden it hit me right in my spirit. The devil comes to steal the word. And I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening is that I'm having all this revelation about knowing the future and what's happening in my life is no coincidence. It's, it's the devil trying to steal the word from me, make me doubt that I hear from the Lord, make me doubt the voice of God, make me doubt that I operate in the word of wisdom, making me doubt all this deep revelation that I had literally spent weeks. I mean, I had like 20 pages of stuff that the Lord had given me. And so it just goes to show. So when, when, the, Lord, when the Holy Spirit spoke that to me, he said, the devil comes to steal the word immediately, what did I do? I was like, okay, that means that whatever revelation I'm having about the word of wisdom, I need to like double down on it. I need to dig much. I need to go way even deeper into it. I need to let the roots of this revelation grow deeper down on the inside of me that no matter what happens in my life, I'm not going to be moved. You, you know, you have to believe, you know, you can't just throw stuff out the window. Like I could have, I could have just been like, oh, well this happened. So I must not hear from the Lord. I must have missed it. You know, People think they hear from the Lord and I could have got offended. I could have come up with some wacko doctrine how, yeah, I mean, the, all these people, they think they hear from the Lord. They think they know the future, but really whatever, you know, you can come up with some wacko doctrine. You can just let the word go or whatever, or you can recognize, Hey, the devil's trying to steal the word from me, but you know what? I'm a child of God. I hear the voice of God. I know that, that God's word is true. I don't care what's happening in my life. I'm going to hold on to God's word. I'm going to double down. I'm going to study even more on this subject. I'm going to let the revelation of God's word get so deep on the inside of me. And I'm not going to let go of the word of God. You cannot let go of God's word. Don't let the devil steal the word from you. Because if you allow him to steal the word from you, then he's stolen your inheritance. You know, it's, it's the same with healing. You have a revelation of a divine health. And then whatever, a few weeks later, you feel symptoms in your body. How many people, they're just like, oh yeah, well, I guess that just doesn't work, you know? Yeah, like God doesn't always heal everyone. You can't always be healthy. So they just throw it out the window and immediately the devil has stolen the word from them. And if the devil's stolen the word from you, he's stolen your victory. He's stolen your inheritance. So understand that when you hear the word of God, be on guard that nothing is gonna steal the word of God from you. You cannot allow anything to steal that word from you. So that's the first one. So the devil is going to try to come and steal the word. Um, and so really the next one that Jesus talks about is he talks about when um, the seed falls on, on, on stony ground. So those are people who, when they hear the word, they receive it with joy, but the root is not super deep. And so it says um, that when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, they are immediately offended and they stumble and fall away. And so this is literally happens all the time, um, especially 2020. I mean, people 
are gonna get offended at the word. The, if you stand for the doctrine of the solid doctrines of God's word, there will be persecution. There will be persecution. And so that is normal. And so Jesus is basically, that's why he's pointing this out. If you're not rooted deep in God's word, when trouble or persecution comes, you're gonna back off. You're gonna back off of God's word. You know, even like, Obviously, there was a ton of persecution against like not not forsaking the assembling together of the brethren, right? All kind of persecution against against believing that, against believing that there's power in the corporate anointing, and all, you know all kind of persecution. And so you can either get offended and, and be whatever, and just throw those scriptures out the window because they offend you, or like like Jesus said, you know, if it falls on good ground, you're going to hold on to what the word says, no matter the persecution for it. Or the other thing he says is when trouble arises on the account of the word. And so like an example of that is with the Shunammite woman in the Old Testament. If you know that story, the Lord had spoken to her that she was going to have a son. And so she did. She she gave birth to a son and it was awesome. The promise of God was made manifest. And then it turns out that her son died. Her son died. So trouble arose on the account of the word. So A, she could have got offended at God and been like, God lied to me. God's word doesn't work. Um, you know, or she could have just let it go, let the devil steal it and be like, oh, well, whatever. Like, it's just hopeless situation. She could have changed her doctrine to say, oh, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, which is not true. Or, you know, what she did was the right answer, which is what we always need to do. She said, she went to the man of God who had prophesied about her son and she said, you will give me my son back. You, the, the Lord promised me a son. You prophesied that I was going to have a son. He came and I'm not letting go until I'm not letting you go until you bring my son back to life. And she had a violent tenacity. She would not let go of God's word. She was not going to let go of the promises of God. And so that is the correct response. When trouble arises on the account of the word, when persecution comes on the account of the word, you know, even like a good example would be like prosperity. You start breaking through in the area of prosperity, guarantee you somebody's going to come out of the woodwork with some kind of snide comment, whatever. It's persecution, you know? But, but literally that you cannot get offended at God's word. You can't get offended because someone is prospering. You can't get offended by God's word if you want it to work for you. If you want it to bear fruit in your life, when trouble and persecution arise, don't give up on the word of God. Do not give up on the word of God because God's word will work for you. God's word will produce fruit in your life when you don't get offended. You, you don't, you don't let the devil steal it from you. And so the, this is the, the last one um Jesus talks about how and then one of the seeds was sown among thorns and so it th- that's he's basically saying when the cares and anxieties of this world and the pleasures the pleasures of riches the craving and desires for the things of this world actually choke and suffocate suffocate the word and it becomes fruitless so that's like when something is suffocating, if you're, if you're a branch connected to the vine and you start suffocating the branch, it stops receiving from the vine. It's like it's, it's airflow is cut off. The life flow is cut off. So basically, when you are distracted and weighed down by the cares of life, you stop receiving. 
your receiver gets turned off, which is not good because really that's like the whole thing with Christianity. You want to be in receiving mode at all times from the Lord. And so really when your receiver is suffocated and you stop receiving the life flow of God's word into you, you're just weighed down with the cares and the anxieties of this life. You're distracted. It's going to suffocate. God's word. And that's, that's another reason that when people hear the word of God, it doesn't always produce fruit in their life because they're so weighed down by the cares of this life. There's so many weeds and thorns that have been sown in their heart that are choking out the word. So it's like they are hearing the word on a Sunday morning at church, but it's being suffocated by all the thorns and all the other garbage that's, that's in their heart because of the cares of this world, which is why you know, in, in first Peter, he said, cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. And so humility is to cast your cares on the Lord. I'm humbling myself before God. I'm not just going to try to work out everything in my life in the flesh. Lord, I'm casting my cares on you. I'm trusting you and I'm going to receive from you. I'm going to receive your love. I'm going to receive from your grace. And, and really that's allowing the Lord to be the Lord of your life. So, you know, to not try to take everything into your own hands, to not be so anxious about this and that, but to really cast it over unto the Lord and say, Lord, I'm putting this in your hands and I'm not going to stop receiving. And you, you consciously have to make an effort. I'm going to continue to receive the life of God. That's going to water the seed of God's word. I'm going to continue to hear the word. And so that's why you know, that's what the Bible says in Proverbs 4. Above all else, guard your heart, for out of it flows the issues of life. Literally, your heart is where God's word is being sown. So it is so, so important that we guard our heart above everything else because your heart is where the seed of God's word is coming in. So the, the, the soil of your heart is basically what's going to determine the fruit that's going to come from the word in your heart. So that's why he's, he goes on to say the last one is that when the seed is sown on good soil, it will bear fruit 30, 60, 100 fold. So God's word, when it comes into your heart and it comes in good soil, you have a guarantee that that word is going to bear fruit in your life. You don't have to try and make it. If the seed comes, if the seed is on good soil, that seed, it may not be overnight. It may take some time to grow its roots. If you know, the Bible says first come the blade, then comes the ear, then comes the full corn on the ear. So it may say take time, but you can rest assured that if you are receiving, if you are constantly intaking God's word on the good soil of your heart and you're guarding that word, you're not letting anything steal that word from you. You're not going to get offended at the pastor. You're not going to get offended at God. You're not going to get offended at the word. You're not going to allow the cares of this life to suffocate you being able to receive from God. When you, when you do that, you, you, have a guarantee the seed of God's word it will produce fruit it will produce fruit and so that's why I love what it says Mark 4 27 um Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a man who scatters seed upon the ground and then continues sleeping and rising night and day while the seed sprouts and grows and increases he knows not how what does that mean? He's saying basically the kingdom of God is you continuously receiving, 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 hearing, hearing, hearing the word of God. You go to sleep, you wake up, you go to sleep, you wake up. Time passes and, and you know not how, but before you know it, you realize that, that, that you've grown, that that seed has increased, that the fruit in your life is increasing. And so that's, that is, that is how God has chosen 
for, for us to bear fruit. It's not a works of the flesh. It's not you trying to measure up to some standard. It's all you have to do is yield, yielding to the word of God, yielding to the word of God, yielding to the word of God. I'm resisting the enemy. I'm casting my cares on the Lord. I'm yielding. I'm, I'm allowing, I'm allowing the word of God to come into me, to fall on good soil, to take root on the inside of me. And, and that's why it says too, when you, when you have, reverence for God's word like that and you treat it seriously when you're hearing God's word it says that for to him who has even more will be given so that's why a lot of times the people with revelation of God's word they continue increasing in revelation and and it says that those who don't have even what little they have is taken away because really, it comes by the more, the more, the better you do with what God gives you, God will give you more. So he who's faithful with the little will be made ruler over much. So if you're faithful with the little revelations, like the first revelation you get from God, maybe it's about healing. And when you're faithful with that, when you don't let anything steal that word from you, when you continue in that word, when you, when you let that word work in your life, as you're faithful with that revelation, as you're stewarding that revelation, from God, God's pouring back more revelation on you. That's why the Bible says that of his fullness, we're receiving grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. So as you're yielding to the grace of God, you're getting more of God's grace. There's a flow of the grace of God that's producing fruit in your life. And it's through God's word. The Bible says that grace is multiplied in the knowledge of Christ. And so, you know, I believe that as you position yourself like Mary did to sit at the feet of Jesus, Jesus and continuously hear and hear and hear the word of God, you you can be assured that that word will produce fruit in your life. That word is gonna produce 30, 60, and even 100 fold in Jesus' name. Hey guys, this is Victoria. I just wanna say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe Share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.